0: Tim for Tempo Journal here talking to Jess. Jess Hall, how are we doing?
1: Hey, good, good. Thank you. Thanks for chatting.
0: Welcome back. Yeah, you're you're definitely a friend of Tempo at this point, which is awesome. We were just joking, but not in quarantine this go around, which is super, super helpful and welcome, I would hope.
1: Thank you. Yeah, so much better. We've been down here in California training, so it's quite different to Sydney hotel quarantine when I last spoke to you guys.
0: Uh, much much better vibes out in California, for sure. But coming off of Melrose, obviously, right now, so the, the very obvious sp- or point to start in this conversation is you just ran a mile, you just ran a national record. How are you feeling? How was that race? All of those questions right there. I'm just going to toss it over to you and let you talk about it.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. It's been a good way to start 2022. I think um, the biggest thing I've been looking for in January was some momentum, so going into the Texas A&M 3K a couple of weeks ago with my teammates, uh, just getting back out there and getting on track and then uh, coming away with a national record there and then being able to go over to New York and do the same thing. I feel like I got the momentum I was searching for and I'm excited to keep like racing now. Um, We've kind of got some good marks on the board, but it's time to really get competitive.
0: Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense and a crazy. I do very briefly for everyone who watched Melrose, they, they, Saw all of the cutaways with the with the weather coverage I'm very curious yeah. what warming up in a massive blizzard looked like. I know athletes <laughs> usually do loops around the armory, but that did not seem possible, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: yeah, it was very different this time. I'd been to the armory a couple of times in college, so I kind of knew the um, armory loop for the warm up um, and we were kind of we were jogging it on the Friday for pre meet and I was thinking to myself because Ella Donahue my teammate had never been to the armory. And then, like, I wonder if it's even worth kind of showing her this loop because tomorrow we're probably not going to be able to run it with the snow. Um, but we ended up actually running about 400 meters down the street um, very slowly because it was quite slippery. So more just like a shuffle walk kind of thing. And then there was a parking garage. So we were in there warming up um, on about the third level up. It was de-iced and pretty much every distance runner that was racing um in any event across the meet was in that parking garage just running some loops um, so it was different definitely very different and then um kind of once you had a bit of momentum and you were loosened up a bit running back up the hill in the snow was again like kind of like oh, what are we doing here um but yeah it was different and then uh just that little bit of nervous tension that's in uh, anyone familiar with the armory that like 130 thirty-meter straight away basically that every person wants to do strides on so uh, that was very similar to always, but um, different jogging outside in a parking garage instead of just loops around the armory.
0: Right. I'm <laughs> glad that New York City's infrastructure seemed like it was helping out there. Yeah, that, that stretch of yeah. uh, stride space that you alluded to, that is a nightmare. Uh, the armory yeah. did not think about that when they constructed it, but awesome yeah. to hear that it worked out, obviously, still <laughs> ran a national record.
1: Right. I think um, my agent had texted me saying he'd scouted the parking garage out and he'd shown me where it was when I got there. And I'm just thinking to myself, this is crazy. Like (laughs) the things sometimes we do to make it work, but um, everyone seemed in such good spirits about it. It was funny. Like it seemed like one group kind of found out about the parking garage and then it just like went like a ripple for all the distance runners and everyone kind of congregated there.
0: Everyone ends up on the third floor of a parking garage. That's yeah. the, it's <laughs> New York and the armory and the Melrose games in a nutshell right there. If I've ever heard yeah. a story. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. But yeah. And, and you alluded to it already as well, but w- within the the shape of the season, obviously we're going into lilac and we can dive into that specifically, but you just said a lot of momentum, but now time to, to race a bit and, and get used to yeah. racing. It, it's a crazy year. We've got world indoors. We've got, World Outdoors, we've got Commonwealth Games. Like, what, mm-hmm. what is the priority? What is the focus? Is it taking one thing at a time? Or are you kind of looking towards some of those later meets in the, in the season?
1: Yeah, I would say that right now, every decision we kind of make um, keeps Eugene in mind. Uh, world Championships in July. So everything we kind of do, it's, I'm, I'm hoping to run World Indoors this year and um, have a really solid indoor season. But everything is based on being at my absolute best in July. So if something is going to threaten that, we're going to make a decision otherwise. Um, But yeah, right now, that's the main one. And then I'm kind of really hoping to just uh, carry the momentum of that into the Commonwealth Games and um, Monaco Diamond League. I think in about the space of 25 days, there's three huge track and field meets. So I think um, just maintaining the excitement and the hype and being ready to go in July is um, number one priority.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense with, with those three things all back-to-back back and personal ties to all three of those as well, which is absolutely right. awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. going be, gonna to be sweet. But Lilac as well, I mean, we, we were just chatting, mm-hmm. so I know, I know you have a little bit of a shift there, but was going to yeah. run the 800, shifting to pace in the DMR now. Thinking behind that, you just said it, decisions yeah. looking a little bit further out, but, but what is the, the reason that you have behind shifting to pacing the DMR?
1: Well, so I've been tasked with pacing the DMR for um, my American teammates who will hopefully become the first uh, official just one track team um, under the banner of Union Athletics Club to hold the DMR world record. So we have um, Ella, Shannon, Raven and Sinclair uh, attempting to better the current world record. Um, and it would be the first of its kind to be held by a single training group if we can do it. So, um, that's pretty cool, but for it to count, we have to have an all American roster cause they have to be all from the same country. So I'm being tasked with setting it up and, um, going for it on the 1200 to pull whoever runs the 1200 leg along and really, really get it going. Cause I think, um, The energy is just contagious in the DMR. If you can get that 1200 leg right, um, the 400, 800 and the mile leg kind of just run off that fuel. So um, yeah, I'm stoked to be dragging it out and um, getting them going because I mean, that's the beauty of having such a strong team is we can help each other out with these kinds of things. And um, last summer, Alexa helped me out a ton in a couple of 1500 races um, before I went over to Tokyo. So it's my turn to pay it forward to my teammates and um, I'm really excited i think it's really cool what they're trying to do so it'll be awesome to watch it come to pieces i'll be running my little 1200 leg and i'll be on the infield screaming as loud as i can for the next eight minutes or however long he's left in the race
0: <laughs> yeah the nice and with the dmrs you still got a little bit of running after the 1200 as well which is absolutely yeah. awesome but you said it as well and i think something super curious that i know we wanted to talk about With Union Athletic Club and what you guys are doing, first of all, going after that DMR world record is absolutely awesome. But then the fact that athletes like yourself can jump in and help your teammates, Mm -hmm. uh, like, can you speak to that a little bit and what you guys have, one, created with Union Athletic Club, but then also that that team atmosphere where you can very tangibly do stuff like this, where you can help one teammate out trying Mm -hmm. trying to run certain races or run certain times or whatever it might be?
1: Yeah, it's something we talk about a lot amongst ourselves, especially like down here at camp, we've got six of us living together. And it it seems to be a common theme of what we come back to is like, when we go out and conquer a pretty hard workout, it's like we both, we all know we couldn't have done it alone. Like the only reason we can have these kinds of sessions or set up these kinds of races is because we can help each other. Um, And basically, yeah, what we're doing every day in practice and um, what we're going to do at Lilac is setting us up for success at an international level like we we can lean on each other we can push each other along we can learn from each other and um that just seems to be the epitome of our team right now is the standard is so high um but we want to pull each other along with each other there's no um hierarchy or anything like it's if if I can do that Ella can do that Sinclair can do it and vice versa so it's it's really cool kind of just to sort of catch the magic with each other is if one of us is there the rest of us are there
0: yeah, and, and I think that's one of the beauties of running as well. Where, like, at, at the pinnacle, maybe at an Olympic Games, yes, if you're winning a gold, mm-hmm. someone else isn't winning that gold medal. But for the most yes. part, if you're running a PR, a teammate can still run a PR. Like, mm-hmm. you, you guys can very much succeed together. Is what it sounds like you're you're yeah. trying to build, which is amazing.
1: Absolutely, and even um, just kind of the landscape of the team having a couple of internationals in myself and Coco. Um, I I honestly think in the only time we ever compete against each other is in global finals. I was like really, if we stand on the start line with our teammates at any other point in time, um, including like first and second rounds at championships is an advantage to us because we can work with each other, we know how to help each other along and how to pull each other through these hard times and hard parts of the races. So I think um, it's, it's really cool, just like the mix of um, nationalities and personalities that we have to sort of see that to come to life.
0: Yeah, and that mix is so special is what it feels like as well. Mm -hmm. I I very legitimately don't think there's anything more to be said there. So, Jessel, I'm going to thank you for your time. Uh, I I really appreciate it. Best of luck the entire season. Uh, And I'm sure this is not going to be the last time that Tempo and you link up uh, before we get towards the end of the (laughs) summer as well.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. See you guys at Lila.